0: Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio brings you prescribed listening from our trusted contributors at the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Here is your guest host, Jane Brown.
1: All women go through it sooner or later, menopause. But it doesn't need to be an unpleasant experience. There is relief. And to help us with some solutions and take your questions, you can start calling now, 416-360-0740 or toll-free, 1-866-744-740. Is Teresa Díaz a Certified Menopause Practitioner and our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Teresa, welcome. Good morning. Great to have you
2: here for your
1: uh, debut with the Ontario Pharmacists Association. And and this is the topic you have your expertise in. It's correct. Uh, what Now, menopause and the way we think about it from when we were girls, it's, it's not the curse that
2: we were once told about that would kind of end our lives. No, it isn't, but there's still a lot of unawareness about menopause. And what I found after t- working in pharmacy for 20 years is that most women are unprepared for menopause. How do we prepare for menopause? Uh, education, information, making sure that you know uh, when hormones starting, start to change, and sometimes it starts in the late 40s, uh, that uh, you should expect a few things to change in your uh, in your body. And if you are aware of those changes, they will be less scary and less surprising when you get them. Let's talk about
1: the changes that we can expect to... Uh, you say most women around their late 40s will start to feel different.
2: Yes. So uh, estrogen and progesterone are the two most, um, <coughs> pardon me, important um, hormones uh, during the uh, menopause transition. And uh, with the decrease of estrogen, um, women in the 40s can start feeling um, experiencing a regular period, so they will have uh, heavier or lighter periods, shorter or longer. So that would sometimes the first symptom that they have, and that's called perimenopause, which is the years leading up to menopause when you finally stop having periods and you're no longer fertile. Mm-hmm. And um, menopause is um, is usually uh, In North America, the average age of menopause is 52, but hormone changes can start earlier. So it's good to know that what's happening may be um, a result of hormonal changes and not worry about other diseases. But it's always good to check with your doctor if you're starting to feel off or... Unwell. Check with the doctor to make sure that it is related to hormonal change and not something else. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Are all the
1: symptoms hormone related?
2: Not all. That's why it's good to check. For example, one of the uh, some of the symptoms that you get from um, uh, menopause is fatigue and lack of energy, hair loss. <coughs> pardon me, hair loss. Dry skin, itchy Mm -hmm. skin, and those can also be symptoms of uh, hypothyroidism, which is low thyroid. So if you're feeling fatigued um, with no energy and your hair is falling and you're worrying what could it be, it's better to check with your doctor to make sure that it is... um, Related to menopause or something else that can be treated. It's a conversation, though, that's invited at your pharmacy as well. Yes. You can always talk to the pharmacist about it if you have any questions. And uh, not to forget that you should do your annual physical... Uh, with your doctor, so you're on top of your health.
1: 416 Toll free 1 866 740 4740. Do you have symptoms that you're wondering are related to menopause or maybe related to aging uh, that you haven't had success in dealing with? Uh, it's affecting your life in a way that is not helpful as you age and is not helping you to live the best life. Well, now is the time to make that phone call. Uh, to ask the question of our trusted contributor here from the Ontario Pharmacists Association 4163 4163- Six zero zero seven forty, toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. Let's talk specifically about some of the symptoms: drier skin, weight gain, um, uh, discomfort during sex. Those are sort of some of the more common complaints, and hot flashes too, of course.
2: So most people recognize hot flashes and night sweats as being part of the menopause transition, and I use menopause as impairment menopause, menopause, and post-menopause. So those are the cardinal symptoms of menopause. But as you said, there are others that are associated with the decrease in hormones. And um, dry skin is one of them. And uh, fatigue and lack of concentration and uh, anxiety sometimes. Because estrogen acts in many places in the body. There are receptors for estrogen pretty much everywhere. Skin, brain breasts, uterus, vagina, liver, heart, so there's a lot of places that when the estrogen starts decreasing will be uh, affected, will change the way they normally function. So dry skin is a a common um, experience during menopause and could be accompanied by itching and it can drive women crazy if it happens at night. Uh, Vaginal dryness is also a problem that may start in perimenopause. It tends to get worse after postmenopause because then there's no estrogen at all. So uh, as in uh, hot flashes uh, get better with time, vaginal dryness usually gets worse with time. And if women are having pain or itchiness or frequent... um, uh, bladder infections u t i s um it's good to check with the doctor. There are things you can do that if you don't want to take oral uh hormones you can apply. Uh, vaginal creams or tablets to the vagina to help with those symptoms okay. that are so localized.
1: So that could be a question you take to your pharmacist first yes. to see if there's anything over the counter. There you are over-the-counter
2: products you can use first. You can use lubricants during sex to increase lubrication and um, prevent pain. You can also use moisturizers two or three times a week and you can ask your pharmacist to help you choose those from the shelf because there are many uh, options and water base and silicone base are better options and if those don't help and you need more then you need to get to the doctor for a prescription.
1: Right. Now, And what about weight gain? Uh, You know, that's something I've noticed in my early 50s, that it used to be if I had 1,500 calories a day, I would slowly lose weight. 1,800 would maintain my weight. It's no longer like that. It seems like you have to eat less and less to maintain your weight.
2: Um, It is a fact of uh, menopause that even if women do not put on weight the body shape tends to change and they tend to get wider around the middle so it's that muffin top kind of shape that we don't like at all so you're right and also with menopause besides your the fat distribution changing you all you may experience um, less energy so you feel Less like going to the gym or going for a walk or exercising more to help burn those same calories that you uh, put in. So the balance may be offset. Your calories that you put in may not be burned by your exercise and you start accumulating weight.
1: But we see somebody like Jane Fonda, who has the
2: exact same body she had when she
1: was 25. So is (laughs) that genetics (laughs) or is she doing something that we don't know about?
2: I don't know what a secret is, but I find that... Um, if you eat well, um, wholesome food, not um, nothing not, processed, not, not processed. Yeah. Uh, lots of uh, fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds. The uh, I'm a big fan of Mediterranean uh, diet. If you eat well and if you eat low calorie foods versus high calorie foods, and you exercise, and it doesn't have to be pumping iron at the gym every day between walking and swimming and cycling and even cleaning your house with a lot of energy is something that helps you burn calories and avoid weight gain. And I also like planks and things that are targeted to the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very careful with weight uh, weight machines and all that because if you don't have the proper posture, you can actually cause
1: You can damage. injure yourself, yes. So
2: if you do a plank on the floor supporting your own weight that's pretty much safe but always check with your doctor to see if you can do certain kind of exercises but keep active and eat healthy and I think The weight should not be such a problem.
1: Joining us here on this Thursday, as they always do, uh, Teresa Diash from our trusted contributors at the Ontario Pharmacists Association. And your calls, as always, 416-360-0740 or toll free 1-866-740-4740. Susan from Bob Cajun, uh, the famous place where Gord Downey wrote (laughs) wrote a song, uh, wrote a song about Bob Cajun. You have a question for us?
3: yes um, i'd i 'd like to ask how long uh, a woman should be on hormone replacement therapy
2: um that 's debatable, and everybody 's different but um they you, the saying used to be that you should be hormone therapy for the low, long long uh, for the shortest amount of time now they have changed that, and it depends on a person so if you are Let's start with the beginning of HT. You should start... HT seems to be more beneficial than risky when you take it under the age of 60 and if we do within 10 years of your last menstrual period. So if you start it that way, it seems to have less risks and most benefits. If you continue taking it after 60 and your health is fine and you haven't um, been diagnosed with any cancer or very high cholesterol or anything like that and you're feeling well and it's working for you you can continue or you can uh, lower the dose a bit and see if that still works for you and there's no reason to stop unless you have a medical reason to stop it there's no more fast rule it's not one size fits all it's all individualized so if, if you're over 60 and you're taking hd and you're healthy and it's working for you you can continue, Susan.
3: Have you had success with HRT? Yes, I have. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I had a uh, total hystere- hysterectomy when I was uh, just uh, uh, what forty nine fifty fifty, and um, I immediately went on. Um, the doctor uh, doctors uh, prescribed pills for me, which didn't d- didn't help me at all. I felt very horrible. So I knew a girlfriend of mine had uh, taken the patch. So, I suggested the pass to the doctor, and he said, "Okay, gave me a prescription, and it worked immediately within twenty four hours i was I was just feeling sort of not exactly my old self, but it took me about a year i think of this to uh really feel a hundred percent and i i i wanted it um for a number of reasons uh, the hot flashes and everything that you've described already but i find um i find that um i'm i'm you know i i'm we- i'm tr- i'm weaning myself off slowly because i'm 72 and i've been on this for a long long time okay. um yeah but i haven't found any um any any side effects uh, you know bad side effects and also my doctor seems to seems to you know think it's okay for well, me that's and everything wonderful yes yes, yes. And I have, and I get a uh, once a year. I get a, a physical, including a Pap smear. Uh, I think a Pap smear every two years or something like that. But there's n- there's nothing uh, there's nothing negative about HRT for me. That's, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a
2: great story. It's really interesting. You said you already lowered the dose. Did you? Uh,
3: you know, just this week, I I went for my physical um, a couple of weeks ago, and and I had spoken to my doctor because. I had gone to, um, I'll say, Shoppers Drug Mart, okay, and I was interviewed by one of the pharmacists here in Cajun and uh, she suggested because I was on, I think it's uh, five five milligrams or something, and she suggested that I that I lower that to two two point five, mm-hmm. simply because I was getting big surges of uh of the estradiol the uh, estroderm and uh, estrogen i should say and uh, then i was noticing a few days later i was sort of starting to get hot flashes and she said if i lowered it it would you know it seemed to it would last longer so i'm just going to try that mm-hmm. i haven't started yet okay. i have the patch but i haven't started it yet but i that's will this week
1: good. okay that's very good all right thank you susan
3: Thank you very much for taking my call.
1: What's the difference between uh, staying on the birth control mm-hmm. pill through your early menopause years and going to HRT?
2: So the uh, concentration, the amount of uh, estrogen and uh, progestin in the uh, birth control is higher than the hormone therapy that you would get in menopause. And also the... Uh, um, Birth control, combined hormone, contraceptive, has two ingredients, the estrogen and the progestin, which is usually synthetic progesterone. And when you go into um, est- uh, hormone therapy, most people that take a progesterone, because if they have a uterus, they have to take the progesterone with the estrogen to prevent um, overgrowth of the uh, lining of the uterus they prefer to use a natural progesterone like progesterone versus a progestin, like in the combined oral contraceptive, which will provide will con- continue uh forcing you to have a period not necessarily if you take it every day if you take both things uh, together every day the estrogen and the progesterone after the a few months, you should not have any bleed anymore. So women prefer that instead of going back to periods. But if you want to have a period every month, you can take progesterone 12 days of the month and then have a bleed and then go on.
1: And and that could continue into your later years even. Yep. Interesting. 416-360-0740,
2: toll-free
1: 744 740 Narissa in Mississauga, go ahead. Your question for our pharmacist.
3: Hi, I have gone through menopause already, I'm 71. Um, I have never had to take any kind of medication or anything at all. Um, I went through it, I didn't even know I went through it. I still have my, my parts. Uh, my question is, and now I'm getting a hair growth on my lip and on my chin, and nobody seemed to know what I can do about it.
1: Oh, that sounds like it's hormone related. <laughs>
2: That's usually, well, good for you that you never had any uh, challenges from menopause. None. Not everybody does. Mm-hmm. Everybody is uh, reacts differently to hormone decrease. So you were one of the lucky ones. I was always told that with the decrease of estrogen, the hair starts falling in places where it should and starts growing in places where, <laughs> where, we don't you, want want it. where you don't want it. So yeah. uh, it's called rogue hairs. And chin and the upper lip are two of the most uh, typical places they start Start uh growing on. Mm-hmm. My advice is get a nice um pair of tweezers and keep pulling okay. them off because I don't think you have a reason to take hormones. No, uh, <laughs> I don't.
3: But the only thing with the tweezer stuff, it comes back the next day. Every yeah. day I have to pluck. <laughs> <I> <laughs> well the more but the more see. you pull at
1: them it won't eventually won't it
2: won't the it, root collapse? Yeah, it, yeah. How long has it been like that? Oh yes.
3: Oh. Okay.
2: Yeah, well. But so, after
3: menopause. Yes.
2: Right. That's because of, uh, the drop in estrogen, but if that, yeah.
3: Well, I don't if know, tweezers
2: are the way to go. It, that's what you got to do, I guess. Thank you, <laughs> okay. Narissa. Thanks Thank for calling in. Much.
1: Okay, we need to take a quick break, and then we're right back with more of your calls on menopause with our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association, 416 740 Toll free, 1 866 740 4740.
0: Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio brings you prescribed listening from our trusted contributors at the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Here is your guest host, Jane Brown.
1: We're talking about what all Zoomer women discuss with their friends, uh, family members, uh, girlfriend me- members mostly. Uh, menopause, 416-360-0740. Toll free, 1-866-744-740. Although men can be very responsive to, uh, especially those in our lives who we love very much and who love us, are, are very responsive to these conversations and to making sure we're feeling good as we want them to feel good, too. All right, let's go to Valerie in Toronto. You have a question?
4: Hi, thank you very much for talking about this topic. Um, My question would be, uh, in particular, uh, the night sweats. I'm just wondering, because I'm frequently awakened by them, okay? So that means, like, totally interrupted sleep. And so I'm never having a full night's sleep. And so now it's just trying to endure my day with this sort of disruptive sleep. But the sweats, I'm just wondering how is, what is severe, what is normal, what is mid normal? <laughs> okay, great question. Teresa? May I ask how old you are? I am now sixty. I started my menopause around fifty-five or fifty-six. Okay, but it has. It's a, I've noticed the night sweats, the night sweats, and and also day sweats earlier. But it's right now the night sweats seem to be extremely intensified. Mm. Um. So D- I don't know what's normal and what's not normal. Well, yeah,
1: how much sweat are we talking about? We...
4: Okay, I'm I start. Okay, it starts out clockwork. It starts at nine, and then eleven, then one, then three, then four, then five thirty, then six, and then seven, and then oh. it would stop for the day. And when are, day, and are, are you? And then do the you... same cycle somewhere in between okay. in late afternoon. Early evening.
1: And Valerie, are you are you soaked? You wake Pardon? up. Are you? Do you wake up soaked like you're in a Soaking shower?
4: Wet, like so volcanic heat. And my husband is freezing, <laughs> so I'm throwing off the covers off of him while I'm throwing off the covers off of and And so like it's 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 really, really hot, <laughs> yeah, no, we're <laughs> laughing, it's so but it's not funny, drenched, no, like I'm drenched, like you can take your hand and just go over my body and it's
2: drenched, wow. okay, so let's start with a few um a few questions if you don't mind how could you speak a little louder because i can't hear you what is the temperature in your house during the night
4: normal we turn it right down and all the windows are open oh my okay
2: so it is cool how many blankets do you have on your bed Uh, me none (laughs) all right so we've done everything about that um too much is too much when it disturbs your quality of life
4: that's what I'm finding. It's just, I'm, me, I feel like I need... Exactly. For me, I'm worried about the sleep, the disruptive
2: sleep. Because when you don't sleep, you don't function properly during the day. If you have to go to work or do something important, you need your brain to be... Um,
4: well, yes. Again,
2: could you speak louder? Because I can
3: sure. barely hear you. So what
2: thing. should Valerie do, so, I guess? So, Valerie, in order to sleep, you... In order to get rid of the uh, night sweats and help you sleep, you prob- since you've done all the other things I can think of, lowering the temperature of sleeping with uh, no blankets and so on. Ice packs beside the bed. You might have to take, you, if you want, you can uh, start on hormone therapy. Do you still have a uterus? Yes. Do you have any cancer? Well, that was
4: a problem. I'm on the fence with that, because my sister just went through uh, breast cancer, and it was an estrogen breast cancer, and mm-hmm. she had to get a mastectomy. So it was an estrogen-fueled um, breast cancer. So, Very aggressive. So I'm kind of nervous about mm-hmm. that because of that.
2: Um, You have to check with your doctor to see uh, your risk factors and to see if you're a good candidate for estrogen. But because the night sweats are so intense, I don't think any other non-estrogen medication would be very helpful in your case. Um, There there are a lot of things over the counter that are not proven to uh, be very effective, so it's probably a big waste of your time and money to try them.
4: It is the estrogen that's causing the sweating?
2: Yes, it sounds like the low estrogen of post-menopause or the decrease of estrogen is the one that's causing the night sweats. Night sweats are the same as heart flashes. They just happen during the night during when you're sleeping. And if it's disrupting your quality of life so badly, I would check with a doctor to see if you if you don't have any uh, risks um other risks that could um, keep you from taking estrogen because as i said before if you take estrogen within and un- below 60 years of age and within 10 years of menopause and you're just within 5 years of uh, your last menstrual menstrual period as you said you are a good candidate for uh, estrogen therapy. Uh, estrogen hormone therapy uh but it depends on uh, your overall health, so you should yeah. speak to your doctor about. Yeah, I'm pretty
4: healthy, so I'm just wondering: is there a specific brand uh, with this HRT estrogen?
2: You focused? can there's there's several ways of taking estrogen. You can take estrogen in a in a pill, a gel, a patch. Um, but you, because you have a uterus, you will also have to take a progesterone along with it.
4: Progesterone. Okay, so you were saying the birth control, going back on the birth control pill, that's not necessarily because it has more of everything, right? Exactly, and And we're not trying to, we're not preventing
2: contraception here. We're not trying to keep you from getting pregnant because you haven't ovulated in five years. So we're just trying to give you a little bit of estrogen so the night sweats can end and you can sleep and function properly. How
4: long does this last, do you know?
2: Um... (laughs) we used to say three to five years and now we can tell that some women are still experiencing heart flashes for ten years And it seems to have gotten worse Yeah. Well, so I mean, it sounds like you need, you need some to see, relief you need to see your doctor Valerie I need to see the doctor yes okay. good luck ok thanks a lot and I, if we talk about one this one last
4: thing about those natural natural products like the Asian women seem to have the, the least symptoms they're talking about sage and all this forget it you Just can tr- so
2: you can try it uh, again ask your pharmacist Pharmacist, tell your pharmacist your health history. Yeah, um, okay. Ask a pharmacist. Try it. If okay. it works, fine. If it doesn't work, we'll have to go to something else. And don't forget that 50% of the effect is placebo effect. So if it doesn't harm you and it makes you feel good, try take it. it. <laughs> okay, okay, Val, it's, we
4: we, we got to go. So I don't know what, is, uh, maybe I'm going to grow into it. Some new person, I don't know. Well, listen, but, if
1: we talk about it again, please call us back, but we do have to go yes, for now. Okay,
4: you have a great day. Thank you Thank so much. Thank
1: you so much. bye your, uh, your issue provided us with a lot of discussion points about menopause. So that was great. I'm sorry for those of you who didn't get on. We will talk about this again. It's obviously a very popular topic with our Zoomer Radio listeners. Uh, Teresa Dietz, thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. Great debut from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Thanks to Michelle Saunders and Mirna Trogerlich, Bob Komsic and the news up next on Zoomer Radio.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.